gay watches have been banned in Malaysia. Two drunk U.S. tourists were trapped overnight at the Eiffel Tower. And an Airbnb comes with a deaf and blind dog that takes you to the beach. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the entire Western Hemisphere. And, and the other hemispheres, too. It's, it's the only one in all the hemispheres, really. It's the only one in, on, the, on this round globe, really. <laughs> Malaysia is banning gay watches. What time is it? It's gay o'clock in Malaysia. Malaysia said last week that they're going to ban Swatch Group's watches. They're called Swatches and... Not only are they going to ban their swatches, watches, they're going to ban the swatch accessories. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get this out with the swatch word. They're banning any of the swatch watches and swatch watch accessories celebrating LGBTQ rights. They're saying that the Swiss swatch watchmakers' products may be harmful to morality and public interest. Harmful to morality? It's super gay. It might turn you gay if you put that swatch watch on your wrist. Especially the pink ones. You don't want to put that one on. Immediately gay. The super gay Swatch Watch powers just come right. Because um, actually gay molecules enter through your wrist. Everybody knows that. The gay molecules enter through your wrist right where your pulse is. And then it gets into the bloodstream. Next thing you know, you're gay. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Sorry. Now, as you might know, homosexuality is a very serious crime in Muslim-majority Malaysia and other countries where you have fundamentalist religious yahoos making policy and running the government. So sad, so sad. Very uh, dehumanizing. Uh, it says here, rights groups have warned of growing intolerance against the country's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer community. Malaysia has jailed or even caned people for homosexuality. In May, Malaysia confiscated rainbow-colored watches from Swatch's Pride collection because of the presence of the acronym LGBTQ on the watches. And then you have, this past week, the Home Ministry said they were prohibiting any LGBTQ references on any Swatch watches, Swatch watch boxes, Swatch watch wrappers, Swatch watch accessories, or other items, all in the Swatch watch product line. Now, it says here... Anyone caught selling or owning the banned material, the banned gay material, is punishable by up to three years in jail and a fine of 20,000 ringgit. And that's about 4,376 USD for selling or owning any of the gay stuff. Don't have any gay stuff. Uh, but the gay stuff is the best stuff, isn't it? Oh, man, it's the most colorful. It's the funnest. It's the tastiest. It's gay stuff is delicious. Those Pop-Tarts I covered? Oh, those are delicious Pop-Tarts, it sounds like to me. Swatch did not immediately respond to a request for any comments on this. The company has sued the Malaysian government for that May seizure, which it says was completely illegal and even damaged its reputation. Now, LGBTQ rights in Malaysia have come under scrutiny after the government last month stopped a music festival in the capital of KL. It took the move after the frontman of a British pop rock band called the 1975 kissed a male bandmate on stage and criticized the country's anti-LGBTQ laws. And the entire music festival was shut down after that kiss. It's pretty crazy. The discussion on LGBTQ rights come at a politically sensitive time in multi-ethnic, multi-faith Malaysia. And 
they go on to talk about the the polls. There's a conservative group, but the Muslim Alliance is gaining in popularity. The opposition has criticized the government for not doing enough to uphold the principles of Islam as well. So they're doing such things as banning beautiful watches that might turn you gay. <laughs> so they're, they're on top of it, it sounds like. There will be no gay swatches in Malaysia and no gay Sasquatches either. So if you happen to be a gay Sasquatch, you better get out. And certainly if you're a gay Sasquatch, don't wear a gay Swatch watch. Can't have gay Swatch watches on gay Sasquatches in Malaysia. <laughs> I think I need to write a song called The Gay Sasquatch Wearing the Swatch Watch. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Intoxicated American tourists were trapped overnight in the Eiffel Tower. Two American men were discovered on Monday morning after spending a drunken night up on top of the Eiffel Tower, according to the Monuments Management Company. The two men, who had Sunday evening tickets for Paris's famous Iron Tower, were allegedly trapped there due to their excessive alcohol consumption. I'm going to say it's a little bit more than the alcoholic consumption I'm going to say this was completely planned for the TikTok. You know, American men and women, well, and anyone, whatever you identify as, as an American, maybe you're an American uh, turtle. Uh, Americans love the TikTok and they'll do anything for a good TikTok. So my guess is they're, they're doing it for the TikTok. I've said TikTok way too many times, so I'm going to stop saying TikTok. I just said it again. There I get it. I said TikTok again. Oh, there it is again. I'm so sorry. I'm going to stop saying the word. These tourists were found asleep early Monday morning by the Eiffel Tower security staff. Uh, the staff were doing their rounds. You know, they get all over the tower. Look, they're looking for uh, bird shit. Maybe some uh, drunk Americans that are staying overnight. This was according to the prosecutor's office and the operator that runs the website. The tourists were then quickly removed. According to the authorities, they, they were handed over to the Paris police. Oh, what are the Paris police going to do? Oh, do your worst. I will wave my private parts at your auntie. Uh, it says they're going to press charges for the intrusion, though. Although they admitted that the two men presented no threat whatsoever. Well, you can't be trespassing at these monuments when you're in other countries, American tourists. What's wrong with you? The Paris prosecutor's office said, as no damage was found, the fine for trespassing on a historic or cultural site was dismissed. This is the worst a French accent of all time. <laughs> I can't. What I end up doing is the Monty Python impersonation <laughs> of a French person. As a result of the men's overstay night, the Eiffel Tower had to open late on Monday. See, that's where it really gets annoying. When you, you create a backup, you keep them from opening the site. I don't agree with that. You want to pull your pranks, you know, don't ruin it for everybody else. But you can't, I mean, these Americans can't help themselves. They're horrible, intoxicated individuals, just full of ego, and they just want to shoot videos and selfies. I can't, I mean, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to be an American when I read stories like this. And I understand why people can't stand Americans when they're traveling. I'm in Mexico City and I'm doing my best to be respectful. Um, someone last night told me that there's a whole swath of expats that have moved to Mexico City and they refuse to even attempt to learn Spanish. 
They don't even try. They expect everybody to cater to their linguistic needs. And I'm, when I heard that, I said, I'm going to make a, a double the effort to, to speak Spanish when I'm here, despite how foolish I come across, because I don't really know it very well. But I'm, I'm trying to get by. I'm, I'm, I just learned a new word, piso. That means floor, in case you're wondering. It's very helpful because I'm on the third piso. I was trying to say that to the lady downstairs, the security person. I'm on the third piso. I still don't know how to say third. Trace piso, I think, is what I'm trying to say here. Anyways, I think you should be respectful when you're in other countries. Don't get so intoxicated. Don't denigrate their culture if you can avoid that. Don't ruin their historical sites. Don't overstay your welcome. All right? You listening to me, children? You listening to me? An Airbnb comes with a deaf and blind dog that leads you to the beach every morning. This is a story about Airbnb and a blind dog. Never thought I would ever see them combined. An Airbnb rental in Turks and Caicos is making waves. Less for the accommodations and more for the furry friend that comes with it. In a video that has amassed more than 10 million views, a user named Hannah shows viewers a dog named Soldier. Soldier waits for guests each morning to take them to the ocean, despite certain challenges that the canine has. Here's a quote from Hannah in the video. She says, when your Airbnb comes with a deaf and blind dog that leads you to the beach every morning, we get so scared that Soldier is going to fall off the front walkway every single time, but we love it. In response, many people shared their sentiments about this beloved dog that comes with the Airbnb and takes you to the beach every morning. One person wrote, I would totally follow that dog anywhere it wanted to take me, which is foolish because what if the dog wanted to walk you to the ocean in the middle of a tsunami? Another person wrote, an Airbnb with dog concierge that escorts you to the beach? Oh my God, how lovely. So lovely. I agree. It's very lovely. This place is known as the Lighthouse Cottage. It's a two-bedroom, two-bathroom property. It's part of a group of cottages known as the Sail Away Cottages, which travelers can rent in the Thompson Cove Beach area. Oh, sounds lovely. Sounds like a great place to go do drugs. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I meant to say it sounds like a great place to go and watch the sunset with a deaf and blind dog. Beyond the dog, the listing notes that the home comes with its very own lighthouse tower with water views. Imagine an Airbnb that comes with a lighthouse and a deaf and blind dog that leads you to the beach. I don't recommend you take that deaf blind dog up the stairs to the lighthouse tower because it probably doesn't know how to get down. It's, it's going to be very testy. I don't want to hear a story next week about the poor blind dog that fell down the lighthouse tower steps. The home also has its own outdoor shower with running hot water. Ooh, it sounds delectable. It was built in 2019. It's just five minutes from the airport. This sounds more like an advertisement for the Airbnb written by the Airbnb people. Um, the listing doesn't mention how it, what the listing doesn't mention is the sweet surprise, the furry baby that awaits you each morning. They don't even say that in the listing? Wow, that's strange. They tell you about the snorkel gear, the kayaks that they offer. And the beach is known for its rum punches. Oh, I like rum punches. Oh, give me rum punches and kayaks and a blind dog. I'm having a great afternoon. The past tenants of the property left some reviews highlighting this amazing dog. They wrote, the home is super cute and easy access to a beautiful beach. Their dog soldier was our bestie all week long. Amazing stay, great location, nice pool, nice dock. Best part is soldier the dog, he's so sweet. Excellent location, great amenities, 
Private access to the beach, some snorkeling. Felt right at home with the charming host, who happens to be a wonderful family dog named Soldier. Oh, yeah. Now, the cottage is very pricey. It says here $722, $722 per night to hang out with a blind dog. My goodness, man. You could just go to the dog shelter and hang out with like seven blind dogs. You could take them all with you, too, to the beach. They, they, they need people to take them out of that shelter. No one wants a blind dog or a deaf dog. It's a tough sell to the customers coming in looking for dogs. So you can go get your whole harem of blind deaf dogs and it won't cost you $722. But I'm sure this is a lovely time. And if you happen to be wealthy and have no idea what to do with your money, then go to the, go to the, hang out at the lighthouse with a deaf and blind dog. This is amazing. Drink some rum punches with a blind dog that takes you down to the beach in the sand. Seems amazing to me. Now I did this story because I like dogs and I also happen to be staying in an Airbnb right at this moment. I happen to be recording this podcast in this Airbnb right in this moment. My Airbnb didn't come with a deaf and blind dog. It came with several fruit flies though. Not a fan of the fruit flies. They don't lead me to the beach. They lead me to madness, man. Madness. Yay! Hey, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thank you for spending some time with me and another episode of Weird AF News. I think it's successful. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do. And know that we do weird news five days a week. And on Friday, it's only weird news from Florida. Now, I do want to say today's a special day. I was unaware, but Connie from Georgia sent me an email telling me that today is National Massachusetts Day, August 17th. I had no idea. Did you guys know that there was a National Massachusetts Day? Apparently, there's a day for every state. So today, we're, gonna, we, we're celebrating... National Masshole Day. And I am a masshole. I'm from Mass. I'm going to read a little bit about National Masshole Day in a Boston accent because why not? National Massachusetts Day on August 17th recognizes the first New England colony and the sixth state to join the Union. Yay. Uh, we're named after the indigenous peoples who populated the area when explorers and later on the pilgrims first arrived. Massachusetts became an incubator for independence, education, and industry. That's right. Comes as no surprise that my state earned the name Cradle of Liberty. After all, Massachusetts hosted the founding of the Sons of Liberty and the Boston Tea Party. Isn't that cool that you guys know about the Boston Tea Party? Everybody all over the world knows about the Boston Tea Party. It's friggin' cool. How do you observe National Massachusetts Day, it says here? Well, during National Massachusetts Day, you can explore all the adventures, history, and more the state has to offer with National Day Calendar. Share your favorites by using, using the hashtag National Massachusetts Day on social media. Oh, that's kind of lame. Uh, here's, here's other ways you can, you can celebrate National Massachusetts Day. According to me, uh, an official mass hall. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Get yourself a large regular, extra cream, extra sugar. That's how we like our coffee. <laughs> extra cream, extra sugar. Another thing you can do is uh, beat the shit out of a Yankee fan. That's a, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> Get cocked and beat the shit out of a Yankee fan. <laughs> so those are some ways you can celebrate National Mass Hole Day. Eat some chowder. Do you guys like clam chowder? Eat some New England chowder. I like my chowder thick, very thick. I want my oyster crackers to just, just sort of like lay on the surface. The thick, I don't even want the oyster crackers to go underneath the surface. Just lay on top. It's so damn thick with all that butter and dairy. So good, clam chowders. All right. Anyways, that was a lot of fun. So happy mass hole day to anyone out there who's a mass hole. Uh, also, I want to make this announcement and give thanks and praise to Joseph Clark, who bought me a coffee. Joseph Clark, 
Clark bought me a coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com. And he wrote, Joe and Karen to the rescue, my friend. We heard you needed a coffee. Well, we're here. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here you go from Arizona. Good luck on your trip, man. So shout out to Joe and Karen from Arizona, sending me some coffee and uh, wishing me luck on my trip. It's very hot in Arizona right now, so we want to wish Joe and Karen um, safety. We hope you, we hope you live the, through the month of August in Arizona. I almost covered a story out of Arizona recently. It said, it said that the, it's too hot for the cactuses to survive. <laughs> like a bunch of cactuses are not making it through the summer in Arizona. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's just crazy to me how hot it is in Arizona. So Joe and Karen, we wish you, we wish you, um, we, we give you best wishes. I can't talk. <laughs> I'm just, a lot of mess gals, sorry. We, we wish you safe summer. We wish you safe summer, Joe and Karen. <laughs> eh, anyways, if you guys want to buy me coffee, go to my website, weirdafnews.com. You can also join the Patreon from there and support the show that way. Or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. Now, just lastly, I just want to bring to your attention that today's Thursday. So tomorrow's Friday. So we're going to be doing only weird news from Florida, as we always do on Friday. So if you come across weird Florida stories, feel free to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at funnyjones. If you have to happen to be in Mexico City, which you probably aren't, I'm doing shows tonight and tomorrow. All that information is on my Instagram account, at Funny Jones. And uh, yeah, come to the show and introduce yourself. Say hi. Say what's up. And let's have, let's have a cerveza, let's have a cerveza, a cerveza and a churro, a cerveza and a churro. Oh my God, I had the greatest sopa last night. Oh my God, guys, go to my Instagram and look at that sopa. I had that sopa last night. Also, I'm posting a lot of great photos on Instagram of the amazing architecture that I'm coming across. I love the architecture here in Mexico City. It's like old school griminess. Oh, I just can't get enough of it. Just can't get enough. 